Hey friends, this is episode 43 of Faith Fitness Joy, How to Set Boundaries. It sounds so simple and easy to set boundaries, doesn't it? Yet, this is one of the most difficult things to do for most of us. We live in a culture that encourages and rewards hustle, which leads us to believe we have to do more, give more, be more, to earn an income that we want, to have the life that we want. This is complete garbage that really only serves your employers and the people who have become accustomed to you giving and doing and putting yourself last while putting everyone else first. If you are ready to break this cycle, set some healthy boundaries, and get your life back, then join me in today's episode of Faith Fitness Joy. This is Faith Fitness Joy, and I am Rochelle Weiss. Does losing weight or getting fit and healthy seem hopeless? Do you struggle with how to get started? Maybe you're tired of being on the diet and fitness roller coaster, or sometimes feel overwhelmed, depressed, and like you have somehow lost yourself in the busyness of motherhood, work, and life. Do you want to have more energy and feel more connected and happy? Do you seek a deeper connection to God? Faith, Fitness, Joy is all about achieving whole health. It is about health of the body, mind, and soul for Christian moms. If you are ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, feel better, healthier, and happier, while also strengthening and deepening your connection to God, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to episode 43 of Faith, Fitness, Joy. Today, we're talking about setting boundaries. It is critical to set boundaries as you're getting started on and staying on your health and wellness journey. Lack of boundaries is one of the biggest reasons that people struggle to get started with fitness and nutrition or stick with it in the long run. We tell ourselves that we have no time, that we have to work late, that we have to be at so-and-so's event, and so on and so on. This may be tough to hear, but none of this is true. We don't truly have to do anything. We just convince ourselves that we do. So how do we shift this? How do we get ourselves out of this cycle of hustle and burnout caused by a lack of boundaries? How do we set boundaries for ourselves? Well, in reflecting back on how I've done this for myself, there's about five steps that you would go through. One is to evaluate where you are currently. Two is determine how you want things to change. Three is decide, four is commit, and five is identify and release the limiting beliefs as they come up. Some of you may remember the movie Office Space. The first time I saw that movie, I just knew in my bones that Peter Gibbons was my spirit animal. Now, one of the things that he says in this movie was, quote, human beings were not meant to sit in little cubicles staring at computer screens all day, filling out useless forms and listening to eight different bosses drone on about mission statements. That has stuck with me ever since and it resonated so much with me at the time and it still does in many ways. Not too long after I started working full time, I was faced with the question, is this really it? I hated the idea that most of my life had to be spent at work. When I started adding up the amount of time that we sleep and the amount of time that we are required to be at a job, I realized just how little of this one life that we actually get. 
Obviously, I learned to accept it and continued moving on in my life. I tried to find a job that felt meaningful and which had a mission that I could get behind. And I had that for most of my career. However, it didn't really change this feeling that, is this really it feeling? Even though I identified with and felt exactly like Peter Gibbons from Office Space about work life, I have always been very hardworking. Too hardworking, in fact. I have damn near killed myself, quite literally, for previous jobs that I have had. For over a decade, I'd work well into the night. My mind would be on work constantly. And I was driven, and somewhere along the line, my identity had gotten all tied up in my job. And worse, my whole sense of value and self-worth had gotten tied up in work and in my job. I promoted every one to two years pretty consistently. I was striving to better myself, to become more, to get to the next level, to earn more. And then I found myself in a situation where someone else in my organization had set their sights on my job. They were subordinate in classification to me, but they were not a direct report of mine. This was when I was in a leadership position. And this person slowly manipulated their way to where they wanted to be, and I was not in a position to do a whole lot about it. When I tried to communicate what was going on and sort of tried to resolve the situation or at least bring awareness to it with my boss, it just created a bigger wedge between my boss and I. So eventually I realized that I was in a losing situation and I didn't really have much other choice but to let it go and to just kind of move forward with the hand I was being dealt, so to speak. And this is a whole story for a whole other time and it's not really the point. The point is that this situation ended up being a blessing in disguise, even though I was completely miserable in my job at this time because of this whole toxic situation that was unfolding. It ultimately gave me the quote, screw it, that I needed to finally put myself before my job. So this toxic coworker combined with my ongoing battle with depression, anxiety, and horrible body image issues ended up creating this push that I needed to finally get my mojo back. I found a weight loss program and I dove into it headfirst at that time. And I sat down and I got really clear on my why my goals, and I committed myself right then and there that I was going to get my body back, I was going to get my health back, and I was going to find my happiness again. And most of all, I was going to prioritize myself. I was done, you know, putting my job first and trying to do all this, you know, stuff at work. And um, it just, you know, with this, like I said, with this toxic situation and just kind of feeling unappreciated and not valued, it was like, kind of a perfect storm in a way because it got me to this place that I needed to get to that I was like, forget it. I'm going to put myself first. I'm going to get my health back. And I got my priorities straight at that point in time. I decided it was high time that I put myself first so that I could be the mom that I wanted to be for my kids. And so I could live my life instead of just existing and going through the motions. So how did I go from being a slave to my job and obligations to putting my boundaries up? Well, the situation I just shared certainly helped a lot. But in reflecting, there was a whole process to it that I went through without kind of realizing it at the time. So here it is. First, like I said, evaluate where you are. 
take some time and look around at your life. Is it what you truly want for yourself? Is every aspect of it how you would have it if you had like this magic wand to make your life whatever you wanted it to be? In particular, look at yourself. Are you who you want to be? Is your body what you want it to be? Is your health where you want it to be? How is your confidence? What about your energy? Do you have lots of it or are you running on empty all the time? It is so critical to be honest with yourself in this stage. It is your life and whether you realize it or not right now, that you have the power to make it what you want it to be. That all resides within you. So ask yourself these questions and be totally honest with yourself in answering them and journal it. The second step is to determine how you want things to change. Now, you've taken this time to evaluate where you are, so it's time to determine what you want. Using the things that you've identified in the first step as what you don't like and aren't happy with, what do you most want to change? In my case, it started with my weight. I wanted to lose the baby weight from having my three kids. I wanted to feel confident in my skin again. I wanted more energy. And pursuing this ultimately led to other things like learning to love myself more, no matter what my weight was. Um, Dreaming again about what I wanted in life. I hadn't been doing that for I don't even know how long. And finding joy right where I was, even though I still really hated my job at the time. The key here is to really feel into what you want. You want to make this bigger and more important than anything else in your life. Make your desire to lose weight, be healthy, have more energy, and be happy bigger than your fear of what people at work will think of you or the guilt or the shame of doing less so that you can take care of you. Remember, doing less does not mean doing nothing, and it doesn't mean that you're not fulfilling your obligations and doing your job. You can absolutely be a valuable employee, a great mom, a great spouse, etc., without burning yourself out in the process. This is all about bringing the scales back into balance, so to speak, because they've gotten way out of balance, and that's what we're trying to rectify here. So the third thing is to decide. Now you know what you want to change. You've got some goals in mind for yourself. So it's time to decide that you are going to accomplish your goals and you're going to put yourself first. It really is as simple as deciding, but that does not mean it's easy, which brings us to step four, commit. It's not enough to just decide. You must commit to your decision. More importantly, you have to commit to yourself. This is no different than any other commitment that we make in life, right? I mean, think about it. Yet we are so much more inclined to break commitments to ourselves than we are to break commitments to others. We are conditioned to believe that it's somehow selfish to prioritize ourselves when in fact it's about the least selfish thing that you can do. It might sound selfish to put yourself first. And again, that's because we're conditioned to think that way. But you are so much better for everyone around you that depends on you at your job, your kids, your husband, your partner, whatever it is. And you're so much better for the world as a whole when you are at your best. Now, think about this for a second. You're kinder. You're more effective. You're happier. You're better overall when you take care of yourself, when you feel good, when you're in a good place. 
think about how that ripples out to other people. I mean, think about the times that maybe you've been having a really crappy day and maybe you weren't so nice to people. Maybe you were short with people. Uh, Maybe you were short with your kids, right? And then think about times that you've really been in a good place. So this is all about getting yourself in that place all the time. And in order to do that, you have to put yourself first. You have to be your first priority. So commit to doing this. Commit to putting yourself first, eating healthy, exercising, getting enough sleep, spending time with those you love and doing the things that bring you joy. You are no longer habitually going to give time that goes to other people. Instead, you're going to be working them into whatever time is left after you have taken care of all these other things for yourself. Again, exercise, eating right, going to getting enough sleep. Um, I mean, it just, it drives me bonkers. I, the way I would hear some of these people that I've worked with in the past talk, you know, like it was some badge of honor to, you know, try to operate on three hours of sleep or to be in the office until, you know, 11 o'clock at night and not eat. And I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, so you really, this is all about trying to kind of break that conditioning and commit to yourself and commit to taking care of yourself. So the fifth step is to identify and release the limiting beliefs as they come up. And all of this that I've talked about so far, okay, it's really important to keep in mind this takes time, it takes consistency, and it takes work. You are undoing a lifetime of conditioning here. So it does not happen overnight. As you do all these things, you are going to be confronted with one or all of the following at various points in time. Guilt, shame, fear, doubt, and some of your relationships changing, possibly falling away. This is normal and it's to be expected. There are two reasons for that. First, Your ego likes the comfort of your norm, okay? It does not like change at all. So your ego will fight you like kicking and screaming every chance it can when you start to try to make a change. It does this by throwing emotions like guilt, shame, doubt, and fear at you. So as you establish new norms for yourself, this is going to lessen over time. But until that time, you're going to have to learn how to recognize what's really behind these emotions that are going to start to come up for you um, so that you can clear them and release them. Um, So check out my episode seven steps for healing emotional triggers because it talks about how you can do that. Um, And if you prefer to read that, you can also find it on my blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com by the same title. I have a post um, about that as well. The second reason that this happens, which is regarding your relationships changing, is that there are people in your life right now who are aligned with the current version of you, right? They're aligned with the you that gives all of yourself to everybody else, that puts everybody else first, that works yourself to, you know, exhaustion and burns the candle at both ends and all of that. So as you start to set boundaries for yourself and improve yourself, some of these folks are not going to want anything to do with you anymore. And some will not like it because it will make them more aware of what they are not doing. And unfortunately, what happens is they start to kind of turn this around on you because they can't. It's it's like a 
they don't like the feeling of realizing this, that they're not doing it themselves, right? So they have to make you the bad guy um, for doing it for yourself. Um, this is not necessarily a conscious thing, but that's basically kind of what happens. Now, if um, they do not wish to change, they're going to pull away from you. Um, and it sounds harsh, but let them. Because just as some people in your life will pull away uh, and some of these relationships will fall away, others are going to lean in and find inspiration in you. Um, and you may even also make new relationships and friendships as you progress in doing this work um, and in prioritizing yourself and, and getting your health back and, you know, finding your joy again and all of that. So try not to let this deter you when some of these relationships fall away and when you, you know, you start to see that some of these people um, just, you know, turn on you or they don't want anything to do with you anymore. It's not about you. It's about them. Understand that as your relationships start to change, it is a signal that you are growing and becoming a better version of yourself. And that is, there's no price you can put on that. There's nothing greater than that. So that, my friends, is how you establish boundaries for yourself so that you can be a better you and live the life that you love and want. Yes, it can be super challenging at first, but I promise you it is one of the greatest gifts that you will ever give yourself. And you will thank yourself one day if you follow this and stick with it and do this for yourself. So I really hope that you will do this for yourselves um, because it is really life changing. All right. That concludes today's episode of Faith, Fitness, Joy, friends. I would love to hear from you. So please share your thoughts in the comments. If you find this helpful and want to continue the pursuit of faith, fitness, and joy with me, please like and subscribe. You can also find me on social media at Facebook or Instagram. Uh, please look for the new free Faith, Fitness, Joy Facebook group. Um, I'd love to see you in there um, and connect with you more in there. And um, you can also check out my website, faithfitnessjoy.com. All right. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope to see you in the comments and on the socials. Thank you so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think. So please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you'd like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on Instagram or Facebook. Check out the blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul.